statements made on the Dr. Peter DeVette Live radio show have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Products mentioned on the Dr. Peter DeVette Live radio show are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Information given by the host or co-host are the opinions of the speakers and are not intended as medical advice. Information on this show is not a substitute for medical advice and is strictly for educational purposes. Please seek the advice of your primary physician before starting anything new or following educational advice or opinions. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. It's time to find out about your health and get your medical questions answered. Some of the topics we'll be discussing today include why America is facing a health care disaster, what the root causes are of your health care challenges versus symptom management, the holistic paradigm, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness, how emotions are directly related to physical illness, and how to read your own body like a book. The most effective medicine is to invest in wellness and live a holistic lifestyle. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. DeVette. Everyone, this is uh, Dr. Peter DeVette Live, and uh, this is the doctor, and he's in. And um, we have a great show for you today, kind of an unexpected show. I was uh, trying very hard to think about what to do for this Friday because um, my normal co-host was out of pocket. Um, Vanessa is is off for the day. So, so lo and behold, I had a, a brilliant idea um, you know, to to have one of my best uh, patients, you know, or actually three of them, uh, come in today to share their story with everyone. And uh, the title of today's show is From Hopelessness to Joy, A Quest for Healing, uh, Tristan's Story. So so in the studio with me is uh, Tristan's dad. Well, Tristan is here, uh, and his dad, Lucas, is uh, here with us, and um, and also his mom, Monica. So, um, so Monica, you can, if you say hi about enough, we can... Hello. <laughs> We can we can hear you, so um, and Lucas, Mike, and Tristan are, f- are from Louisiana, and um, you're you're close to Lafayette, in Lafayette, or or so close to. I'm about thirty miles out of Lafayette. We uh, actually uh, Church Point is our uh, address, is the Church Point address. Church Point, yeah. Yeah, we're about thirty miles out of Lafayette. And it's it's uh, it's an interesting story of of how. You know, Lucas and Monica heard about QHI Wellness. You know, that's where we're broadcasting from is QHI Wellness. Your entire text is where we combine the very best of natural medicine with the essentials of conventional medicine for a healthier you. But um, uh, just going to give a little premise, and then I'm going to have you share the story in a little bit more detail, Lucas. But uh, Tristan... Uh, was brought in to see me about uh, your or our staff, me and our staff here at QHI Wellness about what is it, about three weeks ago now, about beginning yeah. beginning of March, okay. and uh, you know it's been an extraordinary three weeks. It's uh, been extraordinary to uh, to be there for you know for the family, you know for us as 
staff members here at QHI Wellness, but uh, a remarkable child that came in with a very, very challenging condition, you know, that uh, he, he had been treated for for most of the past five years. Um, as a matter of fact, you know, looking back, there were some signs that there, there were things going wrong right from the get-go. <clears throat> but, you know, later on, you know, during the first year, you know, is when Tristan developed seizures, was not developing uh, like a normal child should, you know, not going through, you know, the typical uh, parameters, uh, normal developmental markers, and, uh, and then ended up um, virtually starving to death by the age of two as he stopped eating there for a long time, eventually had a feeding tube placed, and pretty much was uh, declared a, a vegetable, um, you know, for lack of a better term, you know, because the doctors simply didn't know what was wrong with him. They couldn't figure out what the diagnosis was in spite of, you know, all the workups that have been done. And um, and they were basically left with no answers. You know, a kid that was not not responding to anything, uh, that couldn't even eat anymore, that was being kept alive with a stomach tube, and, um, you know, no hope for 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 the future for this child and... You know, for them as a family, the you know the the realization there was going to be an uphill battle for the rest of their lives. You know, at least you know uh, with with Tristan and the challenges that he was having. And um, you know, so three weeks later, we're looking now at a child that has changed in remarkable ways. And um, that's where I'm going to bring Lucas and Monica in to share a little bit about their story. Now, Lucas, just remind us again, you know, listeners, how did you hear about us and and why did you decide to bring, you know, Tristan here? Well, I, uh, I just recently became a born-again Christian and uh, my, my wife's mother was uh, going through cancer uh, and stuff and she was at the hospital and... Uh, me and her are really close, and I really didn't like seeing her that way. And I really don't train, uh, go to the gym on a Sunday. And it was the same day I got baptized, rebaptized as a born again Christian. I decided that I couldn't see her that way, and um, I was gonna go to the gym. And so I went to the gym, I did my my workout, and then I decided to go in what we call the cold plunge to rebuild our muscles. The, the cold plunge. So you go into like freezing cold water yes, after uh, going about in 50 degrees. 50 <laughs> degrees, and, and then you freeze your, you, you know what, off minutes, for about <laughs> 25 And uh, then we go to the hot tub. But while I was in the cold plunge, I had my uh, earphones on, and I had my back face, uh, my back was turned towards the wall, and uh, they have a guy that comes in and... He notices a tattoo on the back side of my left arm, which uh, reads Tristan, reads my son's name. And he said, that name must be very, that person must be very uh, special to you or was special. I said, no, he, he is special. I said, it's my son. I said, he's still alive. He's like, oh, okay. He said, so it's not a memorial. I said, no, sir. And uh, his name's Mike Ballou. And uh, he asked me, he said, can I ask you about the child? Why did you put that on your arm? He said, there has to be a reason. I said, 
okay, and I started telling him the story about my little boy, you know, failure to thrive and just all the tragedies we've been through over time. And he said, I got the perfect person to help you out. He started telling me about you and uh, QHR Wellness and the things that how y'all helped him and the different people that y'all helped in the past. And, uh, and he also told me how, you know, God comes first, you know, in this, uh, everything's based on how God, we was created through the eyes of God and stuff. And uh, really was interesting. And it really, it really got me because at that point, I had become a born again Christian, but I had gave up on, on, on the fact of whether we would ever figure out what was going on with my little boy. Uh, I just pretty much that day and during that time, not just that day, but that period of time, I said, you know what, God, I don't know anymore. I, I give up because I can't do this alone. I leave it in your hands. It's up to you. Whatever you feel needs to be done from here on out, you get done. And I truly believe he put it in my heart to go to the gym that day because that, like I said, that is something very odd for me to do. I do not train on a Sunday ever. Uh, that's rest day. And uh, I went, you know, and uh, there was a reason for that. And ever since then, we've been on the we've been on the right track. Cause, I mean, we got remarkable results in such a short amount of time. You know, um, I'd say more more results than I probably anticipated on getting. I really wasn't too sure exactly how what was gonna happen or how fast it was gonna happen. Uh, you know, we all hope for a quick quick change miracle. <laughs> yeah. You know, as we're going through realizing the process and and like I said, the the result that we're seeing is just remarkable. You know, we're very very happy with everything that's going on here. And and Monica, um, Monica's sitting here behind us with uh, Tristan in in her arms, and um, you know I, I have to say the first time I met Tristan and, and you guys, you know I was I was concerned. You know it's like oh my gosh, you know I don't know what we can do. You know it's been five years. He's almost you know he's more than five years old. You know, he's not even sitting up. He's in, he wasn't able to do anything. You know, it was, it was completely uh, seemed out of it. You know, eyes off. You know, clicking to one side, the right side, and you know, uh, his arms pulled up, and you know, and didn't seem to make contact with anybody. He didn't really, you know, seem to take in his world at all. He was not not responsive. And so I thought it was going to be a challenge, you know, and, uh, but I, like always, you know, felt, okay, we're going to give it our best shot, and we're going to pray, and, you know, that, uh, you know, it's God's will for him to, you know, to heal, to, you know, to get better and to improve, uh, and that would also be God's will for us to help, be able to help get to the root of all this, you know, and from my past experience and from what I write about in my books, you know, I heal thyself and, and bringing sexy back and all that, you know, I know that there's always a story behind everything, you know, that we experience in terms of disease and ill health. But there's there's also a journey back, you know. So so, um, and it's only the mind that limits us in terms of what what can be achieved. You know, sometimes the mind 
mind of uh, mind of the parents and you know the community more than anything. You know, sometimes when you've dealt with a you know with an ill child, with a child that that is uh, not thriving, and that's okay. He's getting the right side of you because we're talking about it. <laughs> so. But Tristan is a is a remarkable kid. We're going to be going to we're going to go to a break here in a moment. When we come back, we're going to sh- share a little bit more of his story and uh, <clears throat> tell you more about Tristan while he's waking up and get a, getting all excited about being here on the show. Be right back with you. Laws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on Toginet.com. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that you gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. This is the Toginet Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Again, you're in the studio with an extraordinary family. The is it pronounced Kumo? Como. 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 So, 
And uh, I always get that tied up in that uh, oh, yeah, Cajun, Cajun spelling. It's like <laughs> <laughs> my, my French pronunciation ain't, ain't too good. So, but um, you know, the title of our show again is From Hopelessness to Joy, A Quest for Healing. And uh, it's Tristan's story. So I've got uh, Lucas and Monica here in the studio with, with us, with uh, Tristan sitting on Monica's lap and or <clears throat> laying in, in her arms. And, you know, just a, a remarkable kid that uh, I think, I believe, has come to this earth to teach uh, wonderful, wonderful lessons, very, very powerful lessons, but also has come uh, as a blessing. You know, so one of the things that, that I always try to do <clears throat> is to get... Uh, Patients and my, you know, myself included, to see the blessing and everything, and um, you know, whereas unfortunately most of the world tends to look at illness, disease, you know, as you know, as a curse, as an affliction, and we even call it a curse, you know, and and so, you know, so it's a little bit hard to condemn the condition without condemning the being that has the condition. So in a way, I think, uh, you know, Tristan might have been suffering a little bit from that condemnation, not purposefully, but just you know, because of some of the way that some people framed, you know, his condition, you know, even though mom and dad have never get, given up hope. You know, you did mention, Lucas, that it was a little bit hard at times to, you know, when you first heard about us, to, to even think that anything was possible, you know, with uh, five years, a kid that is, was, you know, f- total failure to thrive, was not, uh, you know, responding to anything. And uh, in some ways, it was just, you know, getting worse, you know, couldn't hardly yes. breathe properly, was uh, coughing up you know, nasty phlegm a lot, you know, always, con- you know, congested, kind of gurgling yes. sounds, you know, out of it neurologically, you know, was not able to focus on anything, really no interaction between him and his parents, you know, they could have virtually no joy from just interacting the you know, only joy that they had is that his presence, the fact that, you know, he was a child in their world, you know, and so, you know, so such an extraordinary thing for them <clears throat> to, as I said, never lose hope, to, you know, to be there for him, you know, through their own personal journey that we're going to be talking a little bit about today as well. Um, but once they started understanding, you know, what what all was happening here, we you know, we did some uh, of our evaluations that are a little bit more unusual outside of uh, just the conventional medical approach. We, but we were able to discover that Tristan, you know, number one, besides his seizure disorder, uh, that he was being, mass- being massively over-medicated, you know, just, um, and again, you know, because of the, sh- you know, the, the desire of those working with them to, to try and, you know, keep this child from having seizures and, you know, well-meant and well-intended, but unfortunately, you know, got Tristan to the point where he was in a total daze, I believe. You know, it's like, you know, he, he, was, he was not even present. Massive uh, doses of phenobarbital, you know, and, you know, other drugs for his seizures, and, and he was also on drugs for, you know, his stomach and drugs for his allergies and you name it. And... Um, you know, my belief, and this is what I write about in my book, Heal Thyself, is that, you know, conventional medicine, we treat symptoms, not causes. So when we treat a child's symptom and we don't treat the cause, we're condemning that child to more dysfunction. One of the condemnations of Tristan was the fact that he couldn't digest his food anymore. And then on top of that, 
they had put uh, Tristan on a food they was highly sensitive to, not allergic, but sensitive. Different thing. You know, a lot of people think, well, an allergy is when your lips swell up and you can't, you know, you have a rash all over, <clears throat> you know, and you can't breathe. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a, a food allergy. But a food sensitivity is when you simply, you know, <clears throat> not, re you know, you have a side effect from a food. In other words, if you get congested, if you, you know, if you develop more phlegm, if you have, you know, more difficulty breathing, if you have more uh, fatigue or behavioral problems, you know, feeling more irritated, irritable. You know, a lot of those things Tristan had. You know, he was more irritable. He was harder to calm down. You know, he was, you know, gurgling and, and you know, <clears throat> coughing at times and bringing stuff up, throwing up every morning. Isn't that right? Yes. You know? every, uh, actually, I mean, it would, all day. Uh, uh, after each feeding, we'd give him his milk. I'd say less than five minutes. More than half of it would come up, so he really wouldn't get great nutrition to start, and it was causing him all kind of discomfort. He just, I mean, nobody can imagine of throwing up every time they eat, and it's got to be aggravating, you know, and then he can't tell us it's aggravating because he doesn't talk. You know, he was uh, diagnosed deaf, uh, so he, he doesn't talk to us. He can't tell us anything, and it gets really frustrating for us because we want to help him. We want to do everything we can for him. We just don't know what is going so, on. So he was born deaf on top of everything else. And you mentioned to both of you, to me, that you noticed kind of even from the beginning, you know, even at birth, that he wasn't quite right. Maybe the, the cry, the way he was crying. Yes. <clears throat> looking back. Yes. He, uh, when he was born... Uh, and they make the baby cry, you know, you a loud, piercing cry. His cry was very muffled, almost like they had, almost like he was screaming in a room, you standing outside of the room, and it was just very faint, very muffled, and that just didn't really sit well with me, and I've questioned that with the doctors immediately, and they kind of looked at me like I was crazy, but I didn't feel crazy. And uh, I questioned it the whole three, I think he was in there three, three or four days. Three or four days with him, I kept questioning it. Then they come back, he failed his hearing test, and uh, they said, but that's normal. I said, yeah, but what about, you know, his cry? And I said, something just ain't right. I said, he sleeps in this room, all this noise. They didn't want to listen to this, nothing. But when we went home, I did my own, my own little test. And I just couldn't, I think it was the night we went home. I just, it kept, it bothered me, you know. I knew something wasn't right. Yeah. So when we got home, he was sleeping in my arms, and we had a little uh, weenie dog, and that, that dog could bark loud. And he never <laughs> woke up. And then he went, jumped in the chair with my wife and my little boy, was barking real loud. Tristan wouldn't wake up. Hmm. So that's just not right. That's, I mean, to me, it didn't take a genius to figure out something's wrong. So I was changing him. Uh, we noticed he, he had a, needed a diaper change. I went change him because she was hurting. She had a section. She was hurting. I went change him. And I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to try something because he was still sleeping. Yeah. I clapped really. I started clapping really loud mm -hmm. on the side of his ear and he wouldn't wake up. And I did the other. He wouldn't <clears> wake <throat> up. And I looked at my wife and I said, I don't know how to tell you this. I said, but I strongly feel our child is deaf and she started crying mm -hmm. 
I said, and she watched me do that, and he wouldn't wake up. I mean, so in our minds, I mean, it's instantly we knew, you know, something's wrong with his hearing. I, I believe he's deaf. And yeah. uh, it, that, that was devastating enough because we didn't know about the cochlear implants and stuff. At the time, all we knew is deaf people can't talk. They can't hear. So, you know, to hear, he, in my mind, he would never be able to hear me tell him, son, I love you. I would never be able to hear his voice saying, Daddy, I love you too. So that was very devastating for me because I wanted to be able to tell him, wanted to be able to show him that I love him. Yeah. And just not being able to tell him that I love him, not that I mean, you could tell him, but he wouldn't understand. He would never hear my voice was very hard to yeah. start with. That was, before, that was the first problem we came to. And um, that, was a, that alone was a, a big That's thing to swallow. Cool. And did you notice pretty soon that he wasn't developing? Was that, you know, the developmental issues? Yes. Uh, probably about four or five months old, we noticed that he wouldn't um, try to sit up on his own. You know, five, six months, a little baby sitting up in place, playing on their own. Well, he wasn't. And he had a lazy head. He had his little head would do like a little bobble head. Them little bobble heads would uh -huh. shake. He, he didn't have no muscle tone in his neck. He didn't have the strength to hold his head. His head would would just wobble all over the place. And um, they they really couldn't give us any answers. Um, and and they just said that he was developmentally delayed. That was the only thing they could give us. So we was like, okay, he's behind development. And uh, which in my mind was like, okay, well, I mean, if he's just delayed, well, that's fine. You know, he'll catch up. Because uh, when I was a child, they told my parents that in my mind, you know, the way my mind was developing, I was behind in my years. That's why I was having trouble in school. Yeah. So I said, well, I caught up. He's going to catch up. No big deal. But it kept getting worse. And by eight months old, he started having seizures. And um, we found out about the cochlear implant, which gave us hope for that. So they did a cochlear implant to help him here. And did that seem to work? Did that... Yeah, I mean, it's a process. They can't just turn it on. They started low volumes and stuff, and now when we put it on him, uh, yeah, he can hear. Uh, I don't think it's to the point where he knows exactly our voice yet. Um, mm -hmm. And it's hard to keep it on him because he's just he's five years old and he don't keep still. Yeah. You know, it's just a little yeah. magnet that sticks on his head. like a, It looks like a little uh, hearing aid with a magnet that sticks to his head. Yeah. And then in 18 months, you know, he got his vaccines, and you know, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, all the factors that I believe went into, you know, what happened to Tristan. But at 18 months, he started, stopped eating. Is that correct? And, and, yes, and, he and just started, started plateauing, just going downhill and started getting real small. He was oh, two years old. He was 18 pounds. Am I correct? So, so he was literally just dwindling, dwindling away. And uh, so, we're, you know, we're going to go to a break here in a moment. But by two years old, you know, they, they had to do a, a, a stomach tube to keep him alive. And, uh, you know, he's now five years old. We're going to tell you more about the story. I want to, again, encourage all of you, you know, that are listening, you know, to study up on, you know, what is possible. You know, no matter what it is that you're afflicted with, uh, get a copy of my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health. We also have a series of DVDs out on, you know, something called recall healing that you're going to hear more about when we come back from the break and other resources available to anyone. So also tell your friends and acquaintances about this show because, you know, by the end of the show, 
you know, I promise you, you're going to be very, very inspired. We'll be right back after this break. Find out how the flaws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Boost your life force and enhance your health today with Life Force Naturals. This product is a superb combination of all natural super green foods, berries and herbs that contain the entire spectrum of vitamins and minerals, and much, much more. Packed with chlorophyll, enzymes, vitamins, minerals, plant-based antioxidants, fiber, and a powerhouse of therapeutic herbal components, Life Force Naturals may also help you detox by optimizing liver, kidney, and gut function, giving you antioxidant protection, help reduce inflammation, help your immune system, your resistance against cancer, and your protection against heart disease. Life Force Naturals also has antifungal, antibacterial, and antiviral properties. Life Force Naturals, a cut above any commercially available multi-nutrient combination. To order your bottle of Life Force Naturals, call 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735 or shop online at shophealthybody.com. This is the Tokinet Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. your body get rid of disease-causing inflammation today with Flamaway, presented to you by DeVette Wellness. Flamaway is made up of a superb combination of inflammation-fighting herbs, including turmeric, ginger, boswellia, resveratrol, and bromelain. Inflammation is the mechanism by which most pain in the body springs forth, and it's a central component of most disease creation in the human body. Flamaway reduces inflammation and often pain, and contributes to better heart and blood vessel health and immune system function. Also, great for many with arthritis, headaches, and back pain sore muscles, sports injuries, and any conditions involving inflammation. If you're a victim of inflammation, get your supply of phlegm away today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or go online at shophealthybody.com. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. You're in the studio at QHI Wellness you're in Tyler, Texas, where we practice the very best of natural medicine with the essentials of conventional medicine for a healthier you. And one of our mottos is that, you know, in order to heal a disease, it's critical to discover and treat the source. You know, it is and not just critical, but often sufficient. You know, that's the other thing. And, and so most people think we get sick because of like in Tristan's case, maybe he, he had some abnormal genes, you know, although I've not been able to track a genetic abnormality from what I understand. No, no, yeah, we're waiting on one test to come back. We did a, a complete scan on his genes, my genes, her genes, uh, to see what lines up, what he's lacking and stuff like that. That hadn't yet come back. Uh, as soon as it does come back, we will be getting the results and getting, uh, I'm going to say about getting the uh, the chart on that before uh, you can look at it. Yeah, that'd be good. You know, we also think about nutrition, diet. You know, certainly, you know, there's been some factors there that has affected Tristan. 
And uh, now that we have discovered some of those foods that he was sensitive to, that's made a, a big difference in getting his stomach working again. But, you know, we still know that that's not the source. You know, that's the main, not the main reason why we get sick. You know, that's, those are, you know, um, linked cofactors, you know, toxicity, brain toxicity. We know that there's medications that he was reacting to, you know, so he was being, being over-medicated, in my opinion, you know, my strong opinion. I think it's born, been borne out by the results since we tapered him off most of his drugs, you know, at least, uh, you know, um, Lucas and Monica, you know, just decided once we went through the entire history and, you know, saw exactly what happened when, you know, they came to the conclusion along with me that it was clearly, you know, a situation linked to the medications too, that, you know, he simply was being massively over medicated. So that, those were factors, you know, but, but those still weren't the main causes, you know, not the main reasons why he got in trouble in the first place or that, you know, he... He wouldn't develop. So, you know, then we think about in uh, causality the energy body, understanding, you know, from an autonomic nervous system perspective. And, you know, you know it's, the body is energy. You know, we think of the body as physical, but it really is more energy than anything else. As a matter of fact, in quantum physics, we know it's all energy. Everything we see that we think of as solid is really just a bundle of energy and the whole universe that we live in. Is, is all energy. So, but uh, in, in Tristan's case, <clears throat> we did find that there were signs of autonomic nervous system dysfunction. You know, nervous system obviously was not working properly. And then we talked about the mental field. You know, we started trying to understand what happened, you know, in not just Tristan's life, you know, since he was born and to him, but what also what happened around the time that he was being formed. Uh, I, I teach something and actually practice something called recall healing, and that's spelled R-E-C-A-L-L, healing. And in that, you know, we we base recall healing on three premises, or it's, you know, basically uh, three pillars that make up the science of recall healing. And one is, you know, the life timeline. is understanding, you know, when we come into this world and we live this life of ours, that every incident, everything we go through that is not easily handled by the brain. You know, every trauma that we experience is recorded in the subconscious. And literally, if it threatens to overwhelm consciousness when we go through a lot of stress, you know, it literally is cordoned off in a smaller part of the brain and downloaded into that smaller part of the brain and the, and the body itself in many, many instances. So whenever there's a physical illness, it is a result of that happening, you know, a download uh, mechanism. So that's the first part. The second part, the second pillar of recall healing is what we call the project purpose, you know, or the, um, you know, it's, it's basically the program purpose laid down at the moment of conception. And we say, you know, that in, in recall healing that the psychological conflicts of the parents become the biological conflicts of the child. So literally what the parents go through, and that's overwhelming for them to deal with, you know, the brain has to do something. For them to survive, to be able to procreate, which is the most important part of biology, you know, it's literally for, you know, for the species to survive, it has to procreate by definition. It's also the strongest force that we deal with as human beings, is the, the force of procreation, uh, you know, to make 
babies. You know, so we all know how that works out. You know, that gets really complicated <laughs> in life. You know, <laughs> gets us into a lot of trouble. But that force is the force that's that's laid down in this part of our existence, and it starts actually at nine months before you know conception, and goes to to all the way through the first year of life. And the reason for that time span is because that's when, you know, we are coming into existence or about to come into existence, and when we still don't have a separate identity, we're basically our parents. We, you know, the child is his mother or her mother in the womb. So everything that happens to mom or that mom feels is, you know, experienced as part of that fetus as well. It's downloaded into that fetus, you know, and, and daddy comes into play too, you know, so everything daddy goes through, seeing that he's part of half of the actual genetic makeup of that child is hugely important what what he goes through in life. The third pillar is what we call the biogenealogy. That's the family tree that's downloaded into each one of us. So each one of us is a little catch basket for our ancestors, you know, going up three generations. And it's no accident in my mind that the Bible says, you know, that the sins of the fathers will be visited upon the children down to the third generation. Now we can say, oh, that's a mean God. You know, it's like, how, how mean of our Creator to punish an innocent child for what the parents did? What, what kind of sense does that make? But when we think biology, then it makes total sense. It's not because God is a mean God. It is because for the survival of the species, it is critical that a download mechanism exists in order to save the lives of those that come into this world and that are meant to, or that are, that are struggling for survival so that, you know, <clears throat> that the likelihood of survival of the children are enhanced and increased. So everything that we learn biologically, if a bus nearly hits you going across the street, and if there's a big trauma related to, you know, maybe it did hit you, you know, and, and it and they almost, you know, annihilated you. If you survive, then you not only are you going to remember to stay out of the bus's pathway next time, as if that bus is a tiger or, you know, of course the brain, the primitive brain doesn't distinguish between a bus and a tiger coming, you know, to uh, eat you for lunch, you know. So, <clears throat> so that's the real thing, that where biology comes into play. So, you know, but you sure as heck are going to have a program for the rest of your life to stay out of the pathway of trucks or buses coming at you. <clears throat> but your children also inherit a pattern from that. So if you were <clears throat> devastated by a bus, that kid that comes, you know, after you is going to have some kind of a wound or some kind of a program related to staying out of the way of buses, <clears throat> you know, and <clears throat> may even have a scar or a lesion you know, on the body itself. And, you know, it sounds out there, but every single one of us, you know, is, you know, catch basket for our ancestors, especially for our parents, you know, and so when they go through severe stress, when mom is livid with dad, mom goes through, you know, really, really big stress, you know, then that gets programmed into a fetus. Or if she's about to get pregnant in that period of time, you know, there's a major stress that also gets programmed in. So, but anyhow, that by genealogy, we know, you know, that things like family curses exist. Most people don't 
even realize that that's true. You know, they just say, well, I'm cursed or, you know, this, I'm just have bad luck. You know, I'm, I'm just bad luck Charlie, you know, or something, you know, or bad luck Lucas, you know, whatever it is. You know. <clears throat> but when we really start looking at the patterns above us, we start realizing it's a program. And yes, even if it seems like an accident, think about accidents in a different light. As you study the science of, of recall healing, you understand that there are no, I, I personally believe there are no accidents. Everything is meaningful and purposeful and everything is laid down or related to a program. So when somebody has an accident and they come to see me in my practice, I look at the injury, I look at the body, you know, I look at the child, I say, okay, what is this child exhibiting? What is... What do we see when we look at a child? You know, when we look at Tristan, you know, we see a flaccid kid. You know, when he first came in, you know, completely, you know, unable to do anything for himself, not able to sit up, not able to speak, not, not able to laugh, not able to crawl, nothing. You know, so what, what did that remind me of? You know, so in this next section, we're going to talk a little bit about that. And, you know, maybe, you know, if Lucas and Monica are comfortable sharing just a little bit of detail. You know, of course, you know, this is a journey that they are on. And, you know, like all of us, nobody is perfect. You know, we've gone through a lot of trauma, and they did in their marriage. They've gone through a lot of trauma as parents, as, you know, as husband and wife, and, you know, not not violence, you know, as much. I mean, you know, uh, you know, Lucas, uh, you know, goes somewhere else to have his violence. <coughs> it's called the boxing ring. So he's a aspiring boxer now, and you know, but but you know, it's it's emotional, you know, <clears throat> trauma that we go through. It's it's wanting to be loved. It's wanting to be special in someone's uh, one's eyes. But you know, we we often do things to self sabotage, and it's not purposeful, not because we are evil or bad, but just simply how our script for our life is written. Until we become aware. And that's the beautiful part about this show and what we do here at QSI Wellness is to make people aware of their programs so that they can retell their story, they can reinvent themselves. So um, again, for more information about QHI Wellness, which stands for Quantum Healing Institute, call 903-939-2069. You can also get copies of my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health. And also my second book, Bringing Sexy Back, Transform the Body You Have into the Body You Want. And no, it's not about sex. It's about being sexy. It's about weight and metabolism and why we get fat. So <clears throat> we will be right back uh, after this break with uh, more of Tristan's story and Lucas and Monica's story right along with it. So just stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our health care system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Tired of achy joints inhibiting your ability to get around, exercise, or even enjoy your life? Having healthy joints should be a given for most people, even those older in age. 
There's nothing that says you should settle for anything less than strong, healthy joints. DeVette Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula contains powerful nutrients like glucosamine, which is scientifically proven to help joints heal. A powerhouse of additional herbs and nutrients, including MSN, Boswellia, ginger root, horsetail extract, and hyaluronic acid that makes this a phenomenal combination in helping support joint health. Help your body rebuild cartilage, reduce joint swelling, stiffness, inflammation, and pain today with DeVette Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula. Get your supply of comprehensive joint formula today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735 or go online to shophealthybody.com. This is the Toginet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world. Are you frustrated with the health of your digestive tract? Tired of heartburn and reflux symptoms? Sluggish or missing gallbladder? gas, bloating, or irritable bowel syndromes? If you feel your ability to digest food is not quite up to snuff, then try out DeVette Wellness Digestive Optimizer Formula. Digestive Optimizer Formula is packed full of digestive enzymes, ox bile, and acid precursors to help you digest carbs, fat, and protein. If your stomach feels too acidic for step one, then do step two first. Step two is a product called Glutagenics, which contains aloe, licorice root, and L-glutamine. Take charge of your digestive health today. Call 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or shop online at shophealthybody.com. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeBette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeBette. And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeBette Live. You're in the studio with me, Lucas and Monica and Tristan. And it's Como. Como, Como, yes, baby, I got it. Uh, so, you know, of course, I'm, I'm heading, I was just telling uh, them that I'm heading to Louisiana. You're in a few minutes after the show and uh, participating in a recall healing workshop all the way there in Lafayette, Louisiana. We did a level one uh, recall healing seminar last weekend. We're doing another one this weekend, uh, said level two this weekend. And um, in May, we're doing a relationship recall healing seminar. So very, very excited about that because we did one last year, me and my mentor, Dr. Gilbert Renault. Um, and Dr. Renault fits right in to, with Louisiana because he's French-Canadian. So, you know, and so he, he, him and the Cajuns get, you know, get along really good. You know, yes, so they understand each other, I think. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, this is an extraordinary um, understanding that is available to anyone out there as to why we get sick and how we can heal, you know, just by simply getting to the roots. And huge, in, important, critical things can happen when we start pulling the plug. And, uh, again, you know, we just want to commend Lucas and Monica for the tremendous work that they've done you know, selfless work to get to this core, to, you know, to move, to work through their own egos and sensitivities as, you know, as, as humans wanting to, you know, to, you know, appear brave and 
you know, even when they're vulnerable, just like all of us, you know, we, we want to put the brave face on, even when things are crush, you know, crumbling down around us. And most people never know exactly how deep our pain is, you know. And, you know, so, but in, in this work that we've done together for the last three weeks, you know, I've seen two remarkable people come out of their shells and really start shifting, not just, you know, Tristan, but their relationship and, you know, their connection. So, so again, in May, we're going to be sharing, you know, and I'm hoping that, uh, that uh, Lucas and Monica will be there with Tristan because he's, he's so easy going, you know, that they'll be able to go through that and share with everybody there because my intention for them is that by May, you know, they're going to be blowing and going so, so amazingly in their relationship, you know, regardless of what happens to Tristan, that, you know, that they will be that extraordinary example for, for others, you know, of what can be accomplished in a relationship in short order just by getting t down to, you know, to m what is most important, and that is soul connection between two people, you know, and, you know, learning to let go of control and learning to trust, you know, and learning to fulfill their needs, you know, so in ways that are conducive to growth and, you know, contribution instead of running against it. So, but uh, Lucas, I wanted you to share a little bit about what you've noticed with with Tristan in the last three weeks. What what has changed in your mind and Monica's mind about you know about him? Well, the first thing we noticed was uh, his uh, his eyes. He used to have eyes though. His eyes would shift to the right a lot, and, and they would go. Uh, and they wouldn't just stay in one spot. They would go really crazy back and forth, like really like they were shaking. And uh, we've noticed uh, almost immediately after the first session that his eyes straightened up and uh, he was focusing more. Instead of just looking all around, he was focusing on just me or just my wife or just somebody else. Um, and then as soon as we took him off that milk that we had him on and put him on that, um, that organic protein uh, shake, that uh, you put him on, we've noticed that he uh, he don't throw up at all, not at all. Um, and on top of that, he that gargling he had in his throat where it was nonstop, just rattling, mm -hmm. uh, which would cause bronchitis and stuff. And they was afraid for that to turn into pneumonia. Is no longer there. It he breathes normal, uh, all the way down to his cry. He his cry was like a pitiful little baby, just like a newborn, how a newborn cries, high-pitched cry, pitiful. Uh -huh. And now he's more like a kid, and when he cries, it's not just like a cry in pain, or it actually, we could tell like he's getting like a, gets mad. He gets a, it's starting to act like huh? a, uh, yeah, it's starting to <laughs> act like a, a five-year-old. He gets mad when we can't get his way, Instead of just, oh, he's, ah, and he'll look at us and just holler and he'll clench his fist, almost like he's telling us, get me out of here, out of his car seat or something, you know, because uh, he don't want to be there, but naturally we can't take him out, <laughs> you know, yeah. on the road. Uh -huh. But, um, you know, we just noticed he's interacting and, and showing us in different tones that, okay, well, this, now we can pinpoint, oh, well, he's just mad or, oh, uh, yeah, he is uh, in a little discomfort. Or uh, whereas before, we just didn't know what to do. So it, it was just like completely out of his mind, you know, just kind of, 
you know, unconscious. You know, even though he had his eyes open and, you know, was there, you know, it was like there was nobody home. You know, that's the kind of the feeling that I got. And now there's someone home and you can see the little naughty smile. You can see the mischievous little mm-hmm. bugger oh, coming yes. out. You know, <laughs> big time. Because the minute you give him what he wants, when he when he gives that little holler and he's hollering and hollering and hollering. And and when you look in his face, the way he's doing it is the cutest little thing, you know, just like any little kid. Because you can tell he's after his way. And if you give him away, like if we'll pull over, we'll, we'll pull over at a gas station, take him out of his car seat just to rock him a little while on the way home. He'll he'll immediately stop crying and look at us and just crack a smile like, ah, oh, I got what I want. And it's like, you little bugger, you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and and it's it's a beautiful thing. I, I just you know, <clears throat> he's melted everyone's heart here in our facility. You know, just from day one. I mean, what was amazing to me is you know, and, and you, you you tell me if 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 you remember the same way, but from day one, you know, his response started when we you know gave the first you know set of injections. We did some, um, what's called segment therapy. You know, a little injection that we do on the scalp and, you know, on the body. You know, I hate doing that to, to him, you know, to put uh, needles into him. But, you know, I think, you know, right from the get-go, there's been shifts taking place. Will you agree? Yes, sir. I agree with that. Yes, sir. So, uh, and, you know, that's, that's so reassuring because, you know, again, there's no map that's called Tristan, you know, that's you know, that's written for us. We have to literally uh, figure this out as we go, you know, together. You know what what is going on under the surface, and what the best things are to do to help them. So, so I wanted to touch a little bit on the recall healing aspect. Now, when you go back to you know your lives together, I I know you know you guys like everybody been through a lot of stuff, um, but. Can you relate any of your traumas, any of, of what has happened in your lives to to what was programmed into Tristan? Just to give people a little bit of a, 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 a feel for, you know, what we call that project purpose or the program purpose. Yes. Oh, uh, well, I was, uh, I turned into a very bad alcoholic. Uh, I was about, what, 26, I guess, or 25. The year before Tristan was born, uh, I was 25 years old. That's when I uh, stopped amateur boxing. Uh, and I just took turn for the worse, uh, started drinking really heavily, uh, started uh, going to exotic bars and uh, just not being the greatest husband in the world. Uh, and pretty much being the one person that I swore that I wouldn't be, which was my biological father, because that was the things he would do, and I swore I would never do that, and I ended up doing the same things that he done, and, um, you know, so I started drinking really heavily, and uh, then we were starting to look at divorce, and she just didn't, you know, she didn't want to end the relationship, but she didn't want to be in that sort of relationship, and she had her own issues, uh, not personal with alcohol, but in her family, with alcohol that pushed her away from alcohol. She didn't like that aspect. She'd been through that as a kid, you know, and she didn't want to go through that anymore. And um, so we was just floating away apart. And um, and I was pretty much, not floating, I was pretty much just throwing her away. And um, 
So when he was born, you know, I wanted a kid. You know, uh, I was going through the process of seeing if I could have kids because we tried and tried and tried. We wouldn't have no results. And she uh, she wanted to give me a child, but she really didn't want – she was scared. She didn't want to, you know, uh-huh. get pregnant uh-huh. uh, because of everything that was going on, you know. But she figured, you know, look, he really wants a child. I'm going to give him a child, you know. And even though I was going through all them things, I wanted to give him something I didn't have. I wanted to give him love. I wanted to protect him. I wanted to do things for him that wasn't done to me for my family. And I uh, just wanted somebody that I could really, really uh, connect with, somebody I could really love because I, I, I was starving for that love. Uh, and I felt if I couldn't get it with anyone else, what better than a child? And my son wanted a son. Yeah. What better than with a, a son? So, uh, you know, it's, we want to hear more about the story, but we're so close to the end. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to have uh, Luke, Lucas and Monica back on the show, you know, in a few months. And I'll, we're going to uh, keep track of Tristan's, you know, progress, you know, and their story. And, uh, you know, after maybe after the relationship recall healing workshop, you know, <clears throat> soon after. You know, we'll, we'll get back together again because that's the other part of the story that I want to share with everyone is, is you know, how they are going about healing their relationship, how they are uh, going about healing the relationship with Tristan and letting him off the hook, literally, so he doesn't have to carry their stuff anymore, their baggage. And, uh, you know, that's that's something we all, uh, you know, deserve to give our kids is, you know, to let them off the hook so they don't have to carry our stuff. If you want more information on Recall Healing, we have a whole set of DVDs, including one on children's health challenges, uh, available to talk more about the stuff that gets programmed into the womb. It's hugely important in children. If you want to heal your child, whether it's a cold or serious health challenges, get a copy of that DVD set. Any other, you know, we have a series of other DVDs or two in Dr. Renaud's book, Recall Healing, Pyramid of Health. Recall Handling Pyramid of Health. You can call us at 903-939-2069 or go to our website, qhiwellness.com. qhiwellness.com. Monica, Lucas, Tristan, thank you so much for for being here with us today. Thank you for being a part of Dr. Peter DeVette Live. We'll be here every weekday at 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern,